Hey everyone, thank you for joining the Pastor Resources Podcast. Hope you enjoy the reading of our latest article. Christmas Away from Home, Dennis D. Frey. There are many reasons and places to experience a first Christmas away from home. If you have, then you understand. Have you thought of the first time anyone spent Christmas away from home for the very first time? Have you thought of Mary and Joseph in this way? About 90 miles south of their home, family, and friends in Nazareth, they would experience the very first Christmas of the ancient city of Bethlehem. Joseph and Mary could not have known what Christmas would eventually mean to history and how it would become the one time of the year when so many around the world wanted to be home. Nevertheless, they were certainly aware that the night when Mary's baby was born was a night like no other. It was a holy night. Even so, Mary's child could not remain an infant comforted in his virgin mother's arms. He could not remain a toddler brought back to Nazareth occasioned by his parents' return from Egypt. He could not remain a youngster amazing the elders as he taught in the temple courts. He could not remain the obedient and talented stepson learning the carpenter's trade as an apprentice to his mother's husband. He would all too soon become a man and serve in a public ministry as brief and as bright as the star which had guided the Magi to Bethlehem. It was meant to be that way. He was never just a baby, never just a toddler, never just a youngster, and never just a stepson. He was those things, to be sure, but as he was, he was also the wonderful counselor, and he was the mighty God, and he was the eternal Father. He was the Prince of Peace, and he was God with us. In addition in addition, something more about him ought to be recognized. He was the very first person ever to spend Christmas away from home. On that first Christmas, the Savior of the world had condescended to men of low estate. He had left the splendor of heaven. He had sat aside his royal rights and had incarnated as a human being in order to become the supreme and ultimate sacrifice for the sin of the world. The most alien person on the planet that first Christmas day was Jesus himself. He was away from his heavenly Father and the Holy Spirit, away from his heavenly family on that night. He was among those who could not understand the true meaning of his coming, not even the woman chosen as his birth mother. 
Certainly she and Joseph knew from the angels that this child was holy. The shepherds confirmed it, and later certain magi reinforced it. Even so, no human being living on earth that first Christmas day could possibly have imagined that for all of human history, the baby of Bethlehem was to be the only perfect human being who ever inhabited the planet. The Christ child was in reality the incarnation of the Creator. Skeptics do not accept it, and even believers do not understand it fully. What mortal can claim to understand the Incarnation. I cannot, yet I believe it and trust my eternal life to it. There is mystery here that demands faith, not faith contingent upon the unthinkable, only the immeasurable. Why God became a man is such a profound mystery, yet believable. Love we can understand, though imperfectly, for God so loved the world. This we dimly understand, but even dimly, it fills our understanding with wonder and awe. Through the agency of God's infinite love, the incarnation became reality. And God dwelt among us in order to redeem us. From that moment that Mary became the bearer of the incarnation until the moment of Christ's ascension back to heaven, the Son of God would spend 33 Christmases away from home. Each one would bring him a step closer to our eternal redemption and the culmination of a plan to make it possible for whosoever will to never truly spend another Christmas away from home. It would be a long way from the cradle to the cross, longer than 33 years of earth life could possibly affect. The journey that Jesus would make from Bethlehem to Calvary would span the pages of history into the ages of the future. The life and times of Jesus Christ would fulfill nearly 4,000 years of prophecy and light the way to eternity. During the three and a half years of his public ministry, Jesus would live in increasing isolation until finally, at the cross, he would suffer isolation infinitely greater than his rejection by the religious leaders of the day and the abandonment by his disciples at the cross. He would experience the full weight of the sin of the world and the total penalty of it under the just judgment of a holy God who even for his only begotten son could not suffer sin to go unpunished. Well, we know that we cannot spend all of the coming Christmases that will 
ever be in the comfort of our earthly home and with the ones that we love so dearly today. We do not like to think about it, like even less to talk about it among ourselves, but we do know that it is appointed unto us once to die. Common sense tells us that at some Christmas future, we will be missed from the family gathering, and those who remain will speak of us in the past tense. As we mature, it becomes increasingly clear that being home is being with those with whom we belong. Yes, we may have a sentimental attachment to a particular place or, or even wistfully refer to it as home, even though we have not lived there for a long time and have no plans to return. Yet real home is wherever we are with the ones dearest to us. At the Incarnation, Christ left heaven. At the Incarnation, Christ left heaven where he was among those who knew him as the second person of the Godhead. He lived with them in a harmony of perfect love. This he left to live among those who did not know him. And for thirty-three and a half years, he was away from home. Prior to his leaving to return to the Father and home, he made his disciples a remarkable promise. And in doing so, extended his promise to everyone, everyone who would follow him by faith. In the Gospel of John, he told them, Let not your hearts be troubled. You believe in God? Believe also in me. In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you to myself, that where I am, there you may be also. John chapter 14, verses 1 through 4 in the New King James Version Bible. Being home is being with our loved ones. Heaven is the true home of the Christian, because heaven is where Jesus is. It should also be where our loved ones can find us after we have left this earthly life. The good news is the ultimate promise of the incarnation, the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. When Jesus said that where I am, there you may be also, he was inviting us home home for Christmas forever. No one needs to really be alone or away from home at Christmas. Whosoever will 
come home in Revelations 22:17, the home place has already been prepared for the greatest Christmas celebration in the history of the universe. Day by day, the family is gathering, and someday, when the last member has entered the Father's house, we shall all sit down to a great banquet that the book of Revelation refers to as the wedding supper of the Lamb, and we shall all be home for Christmas forever. This has been Dennis D. Frey, Master of Divinity, Doctrine in Theology, President of the Masters, International University of Divinity, T-H-E dot M-D-I-V-S dot E-D-U. Thanks again for listening to the Pastor Resources Podcast. To read all of our articles, head over to pastorresources.com, and don't forget to subscribe to our podcast for more articles and special interviews.